Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Never Tell Me the Odds, the podcast where a group of entertainers, improvisers, and nerds play through the Star Wars RPG by Fantasy Flight Games. The grand finale of Episode 1, Vault of the Rakatans, subtitle, Dupio Drift. We pick up in the middle of Derek's spirit quest, where we find ourselves and our heroes on a street corner in 1970s Hollywood. Get ready, folks, because here we go! A woman <laughs> comes running up to you through the crowd and goes, Oh my god, I, I saw what you did out there! You're wonderful! You, Oh my, what are you? And it's none other than Karen <laughs> Allen. 1970s Karen Allen. A young woman trying to break into Hollywood. Uh, no. The woman that Dara Argan is based on. Are you okay? Oh, and she starts feeling your body. What? What is this? What are you? And she, then she feels your body. He's I'm everything you dreamed about, baby. You're, you're not. You're not a, a man, are you? And then another voice comes out from the crowd and goes, "No, no, he's he's a golden warrior from the stars." And the p- crowd parts in a um, pudgy short man with sweat back. Thick brown, like blackish hair, and a stupid beard comes forward. Yes, yes, everyone. I am George Lucas, aspiring director. I've dreamt of you. All of you guys are standing here, by the way, just watching it. Head in the oh, jar. Yeah. Goes. This is terrible. You, young man, have uh, inspired me to write a series of movies about oh my God. a young angsty teen who hates his dad. And that sounds wonderful. Karen Allen pushes him aside and goes, "Are you okay?" Oh my god, you must be hurt inside that suit. It's not a suit. What do you mean? Um, I stand up, dust myself off, and I go, This won't make much sense except for this pudgy fellow over here. He might be able to put it down into words. I'm a droid. He starts I'm more taking than furious that. notes. For, is it not that I am metal instead of flesh, but I still bleed? Not really, but sort of. <laughs> he must have a concussion. <laughs> yeah, he's like... Says so Karen Allen as he comes over. You're bad to like, I'm usually better at this. Oh, right, you're, you're almost a, dead. You're a hero. <laughs> and George Lucas just writes down, like, droids, uh, no rights, basically slaves, <laughs> yeah. do not treat as human. Yeah. Got it! Got Can it. feel pain. Yeah. Watch <laughs> Hidden Fortress. No, uh, <laughs> Karen Allen, you're, you're badly injured. I, I, let me take you back to my apartment, clean you up. I... I want to know the man behind the mask. And, and you suddenly realize that you, you're breathing heavily. And you go, wait a minute, breath? I don't have breath. Mm-hmm. But it suddenly, it seems like maybe this is, it feels almost like breath when you have like a mask on over your face. And you realize, this is Earth. This is Earth in the 1970s. There, there isn't a droid. You're just a man in a metal suit. Mm-hmm. She goes, let me, let me help take off this helmet of yours. She, she reaches over and grabs it and, and pulls it off, revealing... I was the guy in front of the Chinese theater playing Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless you Robert stop Downey it. Jr. I, I have to see who's in there. And, and she, she takes your helmet. And yes, while you're a droid in the Star Wars universe, in this Earth world... Do you, you rips his head off. <laughs> be, you could... <laughs> In this Earth world, you could you be are. a real human. <laughs> yes, I think we need to roll it up. Unless Roseanne you, Barr is unless you know who would, <laughs> Unless you know this actor would be playing Derek this whole time. One second. I've got to think about in the 70s. Yeah. Robert Redford. Paul Newman. 
Paul Newman's not bad. Gore Vidal. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. No, I don't have that budget. Hunter S. So Hunter. he's responsible for superhero comics. Yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's you. A, it's going to be a weird... And Karen Allen's Like your parents... He basically pushed your parents together and then jumped in front of a truck. Your parents were already up in the hotel room. Yeah, they're fucking. Brother. They didn't even go up. They just went into a stairwell <laughs> yeah. around the corner and they're at it. You're so on board right now. You just said your parents went at it. Yeah. I mean, I just took his head off and he's a man underneath. I mean, it's like, crazy town. Dave's got to be all about that because that's like, otherwise he wouldn't exist. Yeah, I'm not going to negate my existence, man. It's dangerous. <laughs> that's fair. Go, go, woman's head. All right. So he pulls that's off fair. the helmet over your head and the, the hair all damp with sweat falls down over your eyes and you brush it away. And I'm a young. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> Young Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, shakes his hair and the sweat comes off. She goes, oh, you're gorgeous. Uh, yes, Thanks. says George Lucas. I also think you're gorgeous. <laughs> and I would like to cast you in many of my movies and possibly Karen Allen in the future. Uh, maybe. Won't you stay with us and also be a hero to our planet with the futuristic <laughs> technology and knowledge that you have in this Majestic suit. You see Lowrick in the background. Friendship. You are ten years old. And Doopy's. <laughs> so he was still what you'd exist. Yeah. Oh, this is really. And weird. he would be on the cusp of puberty and Rat Packhood. Doopy's going. This is goddamn bullshit. We're leaving this reality. We're going back to your vision quest, Lowrick. You're not enough. the real Doopy. This is real friendship. Yeah. Well, I call we the shots. Wait for um, you get to make a choice. Okay. So Derek... you can you can stay here on Earth, or you can be a human. Hmm. Possibly with 1970s Karen Allen, possibly be a real superhero to this planet, or who'd you, be cradle. You Robin. can return to reality of the Star Wars sci-fi futuristic universe where you're merely a robot. Oh my god! I choose both. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh you god. left the loophole, my friend. What and did I'm I do? Exploit the hell out of Let's it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. It stands to reason that the whole suit. Can be taken off. Sure. So then Robert Downey Jr. steps out. Mm -hmm. Not a hero, just a 10 year old boy <laughs> filled with whimsical magic of wanting to act. Karen Allen feels really creepy at this yeah, point. Yeah, and she should. He puts the, the metal head back on and the droid lights up. No sense of humanity. Oh, and no. It's just back to its droid. And so in that moment, they both, they both <gasps> look at each other with knowing eyes for that split brief second. And the droid kind of... The droid and Robert Downey Jr. make eye contact? Make eye contact. And they impart... Like, the droid imparts on to Robert Downey Jr. Like, don't forget how much larger your destiny can be and help these people who you are now, you've become. Uh, he kind of does a slight, like, watch out for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> but the human Robert Downey Jr. is going to, like, because he was a droid and could never imbibe or partake in stuff, if that's why Robert Downey uh, Jr. Goes gets on a fucking... Bender, but he's such a good actor and such mm -hmm. a great person, which is why he's continued to work so long. Because so he and this was why because he was secretly so he, from the Star Wars universe. He knew he Dude, was so important. Look at him. he then, got you. And then the yeah. droid, the droid looks at Robert Downey Jr. and the human side says, "I know you're gonna be going through motions and you're not gonna feel anything and you're gonna just be doing your job, but don't forget." That mm. there's also more to you. Where we'll the droid, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see about that. I mean, that'll. Be, but that's what Robert Downey hopes for him. Well, you Still guys, sobbing and it'll, right now. Yeah, it'll have to be a mystery. Process deleted. As we'll see. 
Robert Denny Jr. leaves, your suit is activated back up, and reality is pulled further once again as Doopy goes, No, no, no! God, motherfucker, god damn it! This is not how it's supposed to fucking go on a vision quest! Fuck all this shit! I'm bringing you to the fucking bad shit! And all of a sudden you find your eyes enmeshed, find yourselves enmeshed in um, tubes and pipes, just like rubberized tubes hooked with uh, C-clamps, all oily and, and grimy, and you're kind of sliding through, getting jostled through this just massive, thick network, and you're all finally dislodged in a simple, empty space. I'm still nude. <laughs> you come out. <laughs> you guys have come out all grimy and shit, and it's, there's just a little clearing, and it's like you're in the middle of a... All these tubes are kind of um, pulsating and thrumming, like there's liquid like pulsing through them, almost like you're in the heart. And in this little clearing, maybe 30 feet across, there's a, uh, a, like a hospital bed, like a medical bed. And an extremely old man lays in it, looking like the life has been drained out of him. Long white hair, long white beard. The special effects artist did a great job. I'm Gary Oldman. <gasps> he looks, he's got almost translucent skin, fingernails. It's Dracula! Fingernails have grown very long. And there's Dracula. Nose for out too. Well, that's Gary Oldman sitting in there, um, except almost every inch of his body has these tubes plugged into it. His legs, his chest, out of his arms. Like just the Matrix. His, just yeah. his face and his body. Yeah. He stuck Dracula in the Matrix. And he looks at <laughs> And you can hear like the little like beep, beep of a thing. Ludic, you've made it at last. Suck my dick. <laughs> yes, master. And that's the episode. Star Wars is over. Yeah. I'll listen to the second one, of course. You did say the negotiations would be short. Lurik, please come here. But I thought I'm sliding. You guys all slide out. Yeah, you guys are okay. We're free. I've managed. To keep this little place clear to myself, but you can see there's not much. You're in the heart of the beast. Creepy brain Doopy brought me here. Uh, yeah, he's there. Head in the jars there. Um, Wait, Doopy's still there? Yeah. Uh, of course this isn't real. What the fuck's going on? Where are we? What is this? What, what is he doing? It's both real and unreal. <laughs> Doopy's there. Head in the jars there. Robert Downey Jr. is still there for some reason. No, Robert Downey Jr. is not there, but George Lucas is there. Uh, comes out all grimy, his big belly slides out, he falls onto the ground, he's like, ow! Oh. Means I don't like it here. Wait, <laughs> that that's good. That's good dialogue. Like he was late 20s, he was like svelte. Uh, he was svelte. Okay, svelte George Lucas. <laughs> oh yeah. Sliding out and uh, lands on the ground. I've got my whole career ahead of me. Yeah, his shirt slips off and he lands in Gippy's arms and he's all covered in... Oils. It's like poetry. It rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that all happens to the side. Really, though, old alien uh, Gary Oldman. I'm here to free you, Atros, and I just take a pillow over his face. <laughs> yes, finally. I was captured so long ago. And the Rakatans hooked me up to this machinery to power their twisted vision of paradise. Yeah, this place kind of sucks. Twenty Padwans came here before me. It was my task to save them, and I failed. But perhaps you, Lorik, can save me. Let me free Lorik. Let me rejoin the Force. 
It's been far too long. Can I just take my foot and unplug the machine? Yeah. Pull pull the cord. Okay, that happens. Uh, You pull the cord out, the little beeping in the background kind of dies off. Boop. Boop. Can I use the force to do it? I'm using the force to do it. Where's my force uh, at? Let's see if you can do that. This would be an embarrassing time to screw up. So you lean down to unplug it, and then you stop yourself, and you use the force. (laughs) It doesn't work, then you pull it. Silhouette one, right? Or zero? Uh, yeah, just go, yeah, so I got that. I got double light! Alright, so... (laughs) The plug flies into your hand, you get it a good grip. (laughs) And you wrap it around his neck. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Dare created everything, but you created euthanasia. (laughs) Lorax got that. Uh, He just gave up the will to live. That wasn't me. In the background, the little beep, beep, and as it goes out, you can see it. Finally, I'll be at peace. Thank you, Padwan. You are Jedi now. Lorik, go forth. And he reaches up gently and brushes one of his feeble hands against your cheek, Lorik. This is a little weird, but sure, whatever. You're dying. <laughs> a very touching gesture. I won't say no. The path to the light is long and all uphill. And darkness is always at our heels. Remember mercy, dear. Not to stumble. That's all he has. He dies. You can see the life force kind of leave his body and he just becomes a a dead thing in your arms. It's a long, quiet moment. I think he was the best of us. And then suddenly his eyes snap open. No, shit! Just pure black. And it goes, ha ha ha! Motherfuckers! <laughs> it's me, Tython Sue! You're in like you... an old creeped out body. Yeah, his body down. starts like, gets up and his like Ew. lips pull back over his teeth. Ew. Oh god, there's so much power in here. Nope. And he grabs some of the tools. Nope. And he grabs some of the other tools. <laughs> nope. Oh, I can feel the dark side. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he just starts like putting the tubes in his mouth. He does. He just fucking grabs tubes. it. He just starts fucking pulling tubes towards himself and sticking it into him. And all of a sudden, you guys are fucking everything goes black, and you guys are jettisoned out of this whole illusionary thing. Just as we cut back to Logan and Malcolm's next fucking turn. So the one surviving group with the heavy repeating blaster rifle, bring it around again. The support guys load in a new cartridge. <laughs> Charging up, you guys each have a turn to do something here before they get a fire. Uh, shot. And Bola, I look great. Yeah, and she's fucking coming in. She's getting in within attack range. Uh, it looks like their their dance card has an opening. I'll yell and point to the other cannon. And then I'm going to swing the cannon around and try to hit the guy, the last guy in here, as I swing it around at the other cannon. Oh, I like it. So give me a, uh, give me a gunnery check if you want to hit the guy and fire it. That's pretty cool, but going to be pretty tough. I'm going to make that three purple. I'm going to spend a dark side point to make that two purple and a red. Um, so I'm not shooting at the cannon. I'm shooting the, the guy cannon. You're shooting the other group, right? Yeah. Okay, you're not trying to blow up the cannon. You're trying to kill the guy. Right. Okay, we'll see how well you do. Uh, two purple and a red versus uh, yellow and two green. Sounds good. Those are some triumph. Jesus. Oh my god. Oh, you do exactly what you wanted. And failure? No, success. A success and a threat. You fucking got it. Success is you obviously you hit the guy. What is your triumph? So as I swing it around, I kill that guy and then shoot the other guy. 
Oh, you killed one other guy on the cannon and knocked the guy down? Uh, yeah. I hit him in the temple, though. He's got a stupid helmet. He took his helmet off to aim. Killed him. Uh, <laughs> okay, so you swing the gun around. Yep. You clock the one remaining stormtrooper right in the head. He's out cold. Just yep. done. Uh, you bring the gun around. You squeeze the triggers. It fires all the way across the green. Hits one of the guys on the other cannon. Blows him away. Great. So there's one guy left on that cannon. And uh, I'm going to say, just take two strain. Overexerting yourself, swinging this whole cannon around on your own. You strain all of your muscles to bring it around. Rippling muscles. Logan? Quick question. What's the power source of everything? Uh, it's definitely that big computer column. Uh, I mentioned it before. There's like a... That column seems to be generating a tiny sun that's illuminating this whole asteroid, mm-hmm. making it like daylight. Uh, and you notice it's there's a lot of weird solar flares going all over it right now. And it's turning from yellow to kind of like an angry red. It's kind of like swelling out from the middle. And like a tremor starts to run through all of the grass all around you guys. Uh-oh. Something great is going on. And you guys are, are thrown outwards onto the grass. Okay, Logan notices the people that have flown back. He remembers what uh, Bushenbot said. He's thinking, is it time to call lights out? And he charges up his gun, and for the fuck of it, he points it towards the big sun that's mm-hmm. going crazy, and he fires. That's what Logan would do. Ro- that's that is what Logan would do. <laughs> Hockey shirt, the asteroid. Yep. Okay, <laughs> give me a ranged heavy against... Hmm, let's make it three purple. Slightly more difficult. And let's spend another dark side point to make that two purple and a red. Against what are you rolling? Two yellow and a green. Okay. Go! So many triumph. It's like there is a god. And she is very excited about this podcast. She's light side, yeah. Um, So it looks like it's two fail, triumph, two advantage. So you fail. Yeah. Hmm. So you're trying to blow up the power source? Yeah. So I'm going to say that doesn't happen. You hit the thing, but it doesn't explode or anything like that. Okay. But what does happen? It might... Uh... World of peace. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> puts down their guns. <laughs> Creates a, a beautiful light of joy and happiness. Do you want to think on it for a second? Uh... Okay, that sounds like a yes. We'll cut back to you. Um, you guys spill out onto the grass. You guys are okay. You're all out. You also all have leveled up. <gasps> Everybody's going to get 20 XP. Woo. Also, good as my word, you gain a second force die, so you now have two force die that you roll when you use your force powers. Wow. You are now force sensitive. You get to choose a force discipline <gasps> no, to be studied in. Be. Oh, that's right. No. Get, like, if, we, if we chose to do this trial, we get coming out. Yeah, and you, you rolled double triumph on your trial, yeah, so that's true. you nice. did a pretty good job. Uh, you fucked your way out of this one. Oh my yes. <laughs> really did. Uh, Technically, I used my negotiation skill, but yeah. But yeah. Here's a breakdown. Gippy of all the different force it's skills. Okay, so I can choose one. Yeah, you can choose one to get started in. Derek and Dam, as droids, you don't gain force abilities. You don't have any new powers, Okay. but you do have a whole... Underworld Syndicate that you theoretically run. We'll get to that maybe later. Great. Derek, you're just a soulless droid. Yeah. But, but, Buddy. if you get out of this, the world will be primed for a whole series of spin-off comics in the Star Wars universe about the super heroic adventures of an Iron Man on Earth 
saving the day, which will make you a it's huge a amount Karen of money. Allen You're a ten year old kid who just lost his virginity to Karen Allen. You're good. You yeah, definitely no, leveled no, up. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Well, Robert Downey Jr. Right. I could see he had, had sex when he was 10. <laughs> you guys also both have experience points to spend 20 experience points. That goes to both of you guys. The ground explodes beneath you guys as a dark force presence begins to boil out of each of these 20 black stone blocks around you guys. Yes. Before we get to that, I think I know what I want to happen. Okay, let's hear it. So, the logic of this, if it's a power source and it's a sun, I'm blasting another sun into it, it would make sense it wouldn't stop, and in fact, it would just supercharge it. Okay. So, in that moment, since it's powering the city, and they're going to be then probably powering these weapons and anything metal or mechanical, when you almost short-circuit, so, like, everything, it just sends out electricity... On the ground. Yeah. So Vola's oh, uh, ATV oh there's like a big electrical just, blast. Just shuts down. The weapons shut down. All the stormtroopers in metal suits like get a shot. Love it. And get knocked down. Your arm also would get a little spasm. So anything and the two droids, two droids would we would also be prone for that moment. Another so just, big EMP. I like it. So yeah. there's like a whoosh, shuts down everything electrical. Everybody drops. You're much better at triumphs. My triumph, I knocked a guy over with a cannon as I spun it around. Well, we could both be more creative. I agree. So the EMP goes out, shuts them all down. Everything goes dark, I guess, too, as the sun totally just discharges. That was an interesting effect. That's when the ground erupts out of the ground and just a black roiling mass of indistinguishable energy comes surging up into the sky. And, um,. Like the howling face of Typhon's suit, Sam Rockwell manifests on it, like mouth stretched open demonically as it screams. And it's just like a... And that looks bad, especially since it starts kind of like reaching out the force and just sweeping like a whole like group of stormtroopers to the side, like toys, sending them sprawling, sending another group sprawling. And you guys are right beneath it. Commandant Vola is screaming from her ATVL out on the top, like shouting at all the stormtroopers, you know, fools! Get back here, you cowards! Very good. Things look bad for you, and that's when your ship, the Dupio Drift, comes screaming into view overhead, down through the force field surrounding the asteroid. Electricity plays across it as it comes through the energy shield. You got yourself a goddamn partner! That's right, comes swooping in, Adar Organa, Comes like the hatch opens and Ordar again. It comes leaning out and goes, You didn't think I'd leave you on this rock, did you? Yeah, kind of. You're kind of an asshole. I still don't like you, Lord says. <laughs> well, fuck you. Get on board. We got to get the shit out of here. <laughs> so, 1980s Karen Allen leaning out. This ship comes landing down, guns at the controls, gives you guys like the quick salute, especially when he sees you. You guys all pile on board, get onto the ship, peel out, and start taking off out of the fucking asteroid. Peel out of the asteroid to safety. You just All you have to do is just fly off this asteroid through this like force field, which seems to be no problem to get through. Adara's kind of like, we lost our shields coming in, but we should be all right. Gun, punch it! You guys all leap into the cabin, strap yourselves in. The ship, like they hit hyperdrive, the engines go and then the whole ship suddenly is seized as if two enormous pairs of hands have gripped it. And you guys look out the back hatch and behind you, whatever that dark force presence is, is now pulling together rubble, pulling together the crushed bodies of Imperial stormtroopers, and is assembling for itself 
like the upper torso of Typhon Soon from rubble and flame and corpses. And it's reaching out with one of its hands and just holding you in place, holding the entire starship in place with whatever bottomless reserves of dark force energy it has at its disposal. Ha <laughs> ha! You guys, uh, you didn't think I'd let you get out of here that easy, did you? And its other hand reaches forward and it pulls together all of those, um, those droids you fought before, the ones with the lightsaber arms. Pulls together four, five, a dozen, two dozen, four dozen into a big conical shape. And then at once, all of their little artificial lightsabers ignite and form a lightsaber 60 feet long. Basically just a, a, a raging column of red plasma with a white heart barely contained. And goes, time to cut you down to size! Uh, it takes a swing at you. I'm going to need a piloting check from somebody to try and keep this ship in place. You want to jump into the seat? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's piloting uh, space. Someone else might want to run an analysis on this fucking thing to figure out a way to stop it. And uh, That sounds like quite the calculated task for a droid. There's also two gunnery chairs if anyone has anything in gunnery. I do, but I'm thinking maybe I should meditate. You can do that, absolutely. But that leaves two gunnery chairs open. I'll take one and try to... And Logan can take the other. Cut down on that. Oh, Logan might still there. Gibby, you try and negotiate with him with your new force powers. There's so many directions that these force powers could go, but I think I'm just going to double down and do the influence power tree. Okay, Uh, let's start with that piloting check. Uh, If you guys fail on a piloting check, he's going to be able to kind of slash your ship with a uh, lightsaber. And if he does that, all of you guys are going to take a critical injury across the board. Uh, any resistance die that I'm rolling? Yeah, with? difficulty yeah. three purple. Um, and I got so many dark side points. Let's spend one. Uh, uh, so make that two purple and a red. And I'll flip uh, one of the. Everybody drink. All right, so I'm rolling three yellows, a red, and a purple. Cheers. Nice. Three triumphs. Oh, okay. Three threat and three advantage cancel each other out, so it's just a success. A success. All right. So you jump into the pilot seat. You push the little Jawa who's on there, Nawanda, out of the way. Come on. Push him off. Push his little booster seat off. Jump into the seat. He's already filled it with cracker crumbs and stuff like that. You've got to sweep everything out of there. Grab the controls. Throttle up and corkscrew out of the way just as the lightsaber comes swinging by. Okay, uh, Derek uh, is on the computers, and I'm not... uh, can I also do a computer's check on the ship and figure out a way to try to break his grip? Yes. Three purple for you as well. Yes. I got three purple with four green. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> does he? Does he? Oh, yeah. It's a, it's a success. You can see that he's, he's, he's uh, gripping the ship with the force powers. He's clearly using the force. But as you kind of like run a scan on everything, you can see the force is all emanating. Not from his hand, which is outstretched. That seems to just be a construct. Seems to be coming from a single point deep in the heart of his like fake body that's just been built from rubble. And you can pull it up on the monitor. It's got a really strong heat signature. It's like a little single glowing red heart in the middle of this body. That's where all this force seems to be coming from. Okay. If you could disrupt that, it looks like, you could break free. So Derek on the computer is just going to punch that in, show it up, but then he's going to also put in like almost like auto-aim on the guns for that spot. Oh, nice. Uh, Whether they hit or not will depend on the role. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does role uh, playing? 
<laughs> I like it. Okay, um, we had gunnery. I'm just meditating, meditating. the shit out. Logan is the other gunner. Right. Okay, Logan. that's right. Malcolm and Logan are on the guns. Gippy, do you want to go first or do you want the gunners to go first? Vola's on the ground in her with all of her troops. I don't have the range to influence them with the force. Oh, you're using the force. You were Gippy Bindu before you had the force. That's true. I just have control, emotion, and beliefs now. So you disengage with me. I think you have to get closer to do that, it probably sounds like. So Uh, if you wanted to stand out on the balcony and start shouting at him... Would, would that the ship me... has a balcony? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the thing that the uh, Adara was on, the little platform that lowered yeah. the ramp. I'll get on there and... Uh... Okay, that's a dangerous position to be in, but... Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> secure, I'm, I'm an Barrel athlete roll. in my prime. <laughs> Universe's greatest diplomat. Would that be charm? Yeah. Well, what are you trying to convince him of? I'm trying to change his ways. Now that I'm connected to the Force, I realize that... Like we're binded and penetrated by an unseen force okay. that connects us all. Okay. And that um, I'll take charm. We if he wants to take the quick and easy path, he can just join. Us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So you're trying to seduce him to the to the to, to my version of the dark side, which has a lot more crushed okay. velvet and. All right. So that's going to be interesting bubble jets. <laughs> all right. So that's going to be two red, two purple. Two red and two purple to try and convince this guy that he should stop what he's doing and join us. Yeah. What are you rolling against that? Three green and one yellow. Do you want Okay. What? Do you want a point? Uh I think I might as well. Yeah, you're using seems, the force. The end, Climactic right? battle here. So uh, maybe we can resolve this peacefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, let me put down my corpses. Spirit of of Funi Suit Man. Uh, this is Gippy Bindu. I think no reason for us to continue this spat now that uh, the prize that we were both seeking has been revealed to be nothing more than uh, a, a, a key to a prison which we have already broken. There's no reason for us to fight anymore. In fact, I think we could be most um, uh, interesting allies. I think that we could uh, join forces and conquer the galaxy together. As um, weird spirit ball and dashing moncow. Okay, let's see what he says. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I, I like the cut of your chip, so throw a boost on there too. Okay. Oh, so many dice. Oh. So we're looking at. Oh yes, this cancels out. So many dice. Okay, so we're looking at one triumph and one threat. No, that triumph really roll. Yes. That was really what that it was? It really was a triumph. You bastard. <laughs> uh-huh. Triumph and what? And one threat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hey, alright. Sam Rockwell. Well, we know the triumph counts as a success. Yeah, so you somehow appeal to... His darker <laughs> nature. Well, I think his, his, his lighter nature. He's a very conflicted guy. As you reach out to him, you go, I used to be... He used to be a Jedi. Maybe... You contact that. I don't know how this works. Your triumph. I was just saying he's going to have much more fun with us. Like, all he's about now is just serving the Emperor. Sure, man. Hours are terrible. The benefits are terrible. Why don't you ditch your government job? Yeah, man. I just want to dance, huh? But no, what am I talking about? I got to kill, kill, vengeance, man. No, man. I. And he's, he seems almost, uh, his head basically almost starts splitting in two and turning into two faces. Golem-like, slash Smeagol, 
yelling at each other and doing like a little. And then it's around. Fire now! Murder him! <laughs> <laughs> his, yeah, so he's doing a whole thing. That sounds great. Yep. As as this conflict though, his form becomes kind of dissolute. And it starts to break apart a little bit, and the chest cavity slightly opens up, Ooh. and you can see that heart visible like in the depths. Like um, Oryx. Which of the two of you has the lightsaber you took from him? You do, don't you, Malcolm? Yeah. Even vibrating slightly on your hip now is this like crazy dark, massive Titan forms raises the lightsaber again to strike your ship. The two of you have a chance to act. What will you guys do? Logan, Malcolm have fought together a lot. Logan's like they always liked cool finishing moves. Oh yeah, loved it. So Logan goes, "Hey, turn that lightsaber on, put it at the end of the gun, let's blast this motherfucker with his own sword." And then Logan yeah, goes, "That's crazy enough to." I work. also ha- know a guy who sells lightsaber crystals. We got that other one up and running <laughs> in no time. So, so Malcolm's gonna go out onto the ramp that he's on. Okay, Logan clears his throat to make it clear what he meant. But aren't the guns on the outside? Yeah, like, yeah. I'd have to go out on the ship. Because I think, honestly, sticking in the gun somehow, they're laser guns. I don't know if that would work for yourself. Yeah, so I'm going to stand up, and I'm going to, like, jam the, the lightsaber that's vibrating into my palm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to walk out next to Gippy. Yeah. And wait for us to, and say, bring us around, Dan. And I'm going to aim it right at him. Okay. And say that uh, Logan wanted to give this back. And nice. then, and then, just give it everything I have and try to pulse, repulse everything to fire the lightsaber into his body. Yeah. Okay. To I'll, shoot it. I'll take a ranged heavy roll on that. That sounds good. Okay, I'm gonna bump it. I need a piloting stare. check from you <laughs> to bring it around to see if he hits you guys or not. Yes, quickly penetrate him. I'm gonna spend one of my main dark side points to make that uh, two red and a purple for your piloting first. Uh, the ship comes Sorry. arcing around close. You're gonna have to get it pretty close. He brings the lightsaber down to try and. Slice you guys like just in half in midair. Giant body, lightsaber built of droid parts. Ow! I mean, it's a failure. It's a fa- it's it's a uh, three fail, three advantage for damn. So everyone on the ship takes a critical wound <gasps> from that as the lightsaber slashes through everyone, shooken violently, hurled about. My uh, hair. Or I rolled Malcolm's first. To see how that goes. So you add 50? Uh, I would add 50, and I rolled a 90 for you. So one, wow, 140? Yeah. Leading out. Your blood! Every round, the target suffers one wound and one strain at the beginning of his turn. For every five wounds he suffers beyond his wound threshold, he suffers one additional critical injury. So you need immediate medical help, or you're dead. Okay. Okay. Probably can still fire this thing off. Okay. I would like to try that. Okay. Range Does light. he get any kind range of boost for off balance from the negotiation? Yeah. Check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's give you the awesome negotiation. I'm going to give you a boost for that and another boost for being a good negotiator. All right. Is that Hockey play? shirted. Sure. Yeah, it's a cool fucking scene. You guys are all working together to make this happen. This could be my last thing I've ever do. You're so. bleeding out, so you're literally... Blood, you're losing your sight, everything's going dim. So I'm holding on to Gippy yeah. and trying to aim it while I'm bleeding out. You're and slipping then, off of his greased body. I, I have like oh, you're naked. Yeah, I'm, na- I'm nude <laughs> and I have a critical wound, which I assume is just like... More sweat. Just an onset of explosive diarrhea. <laughs> what I rolled, oh. What I give you before was a red and two purple? Yeah. Yeah, but dark-sided. 
Okay. So you want to bump up this roll? I did. Oh, you did? So you're rolling what total? Uh, so three yellow, boost, two red, and a purple. This is to settle that grudge with Typhon soon? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, the stakes. The stakes are literally the entire episode. <gasps> what the fuck? What is oh, that? what? Two yellows came up blank That's of not the good. three. The Thank success. God for those boosts. Thank God for Gippy. Thank God for Gippy. How many times have we said that? Oh, that's still a success. Is it a success? Yeah. So, yes. So yeah. that's one. It's oh, one shit, success. Oh my wow. God. Oh, one, one success. Wow. That's advantage. all you need. Just a very slow. One success curl. and two advantage. What does it sound like as you fire the lightsaber from your repulsor grip? It feels like. What does it sound like? <laughs> what does it sound like? It feels wet. Uh, it, oh. it sounds like. <laughs> Love it. And it goes flying out, and then you just see ten-year-old Robert Downey Jr. laying in bed next to a naked Karen Allen. She's asleep, and he just Go winks, on. and that light travels from his eye down into the heart of Typhon Soon. Amazing! And enemy. it races. That glimmer races the lightsaber into, into getting the very heart. avant-garde editing. Yeah. I love it. Oh, oh, so, uh, he, is he killed by the what? lightsaber? Or a young boy's <laughs> first orgasm. <laughs> uh, I want to see like your outsider art movie. <laughs> yeah. like, the choice is for you to decide, room. listeners. What happened there? So Typhon Soon's heart is penetrated by his own lightsaber. <laughs> oh God! So crazy. Typhon Soon, Sam Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, <laughs> motherfucking dance. <laughs> Explosion! Your guys' ship is let free off into space. Dar Organa tumbles backwards into Derek's arms. Nawanda falls backwards. Gun falls down on the ground. Gippy, you topple slightly off the platform and like are hanging on from the edge. And so I'm funny. hanging off of you. It's like a ladder because I was holding. <laughs> Blast off into space as you just as you guys are pulled in. Shit, shoot! Commandant Vola is stuck on the ground on the asteroid, even as the Imperials are trying to get to their star destroyer. Does she, she have a final shout? A scream of rage? It's better than mother said. <laughs> and kaboom! The asteroid explodes! Uh, it, that sun that was created converts down into a single tiny fucking black hole and just everything else is just thrown off in a Nova-type explosion. The whole Star Destroyer that's there is just blown through like just a huge hole is punched through the uh, side of it. She you guys are racing the edge of the explosion out of the way, out of this asteroid belt, into open space. Pendillion becoming a tiny glittering jewel behind you. Way down on the surface, that uh, weird Arcona that was voiced by... Um, looks Mawaz. Mawaz. Yeah, Mawaz. Looks up and goes, oh, And just sees like a little tiny glimmer of light as you guys shoot out, hit hyperspace, disappear, traveling off into the future, into your fortunes. Nadar Argana looks around at you guys and goes, we fucking did it, and we're fucking rich. And she opens up, like, the pouch she had taken and spills out all of the artifacts from the cotton vault she took. You guys are wealthy, free and clear, and that's when the credits roll.
Oh. We did it! Ah, oh. <laughs> and you let go. Uh, I'm covered in your shit, and then you and then I'm gone too. You tight naked, covered in shit. Uh, <laughs> he's not covered in shit. I'm hanging on to him, covered in his shit. It does get me really tired. Yeah. 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 Post credit scene: uh, Adar when she lands falls into Derek. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Derek just goes, no need to apologize. You just stumbled. He like sets her back up and starts to walk away, and she notices, she realizes he's not the same. But then we close in on Derek's face, and there's the slightest smirk. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking great. You guys, Bugs Bunny. Uh, Gippy's body is is, is jettisoned. I'm so Amidala, we're all walking along, and he's covered in flowers. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Well, you got to use your force power. No, you didn't, did you? You're dead. You saved the fucking days. What you did? I that had a one heart. He had boost. a heart attack. He was so excited about the wealth. Yeah. Well, that's fun. You at least joined the force, so now you can come back as a force specter. Isn't <laughs> yeah. You? Thank you so much. Epic, epic is the word for that. Holy cow! That's it. You made it to the end of episode one. But what about episode two? If you're not listening already, episode two is already taking place with a different group of adventurers on a different planet. Will their stories intersect in the future? And what about the fates of Gippy and crew? Well, maybe not Gippy. But what about the fates of the rest of them? Stay tuned for more episodes more adventures, and more to come, all from Never Tell Me the Odds. As always, may the Force be with you.